The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Ma'am! 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 You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Warren Doyle, Gabe, and Tim. Let's do the one I didn't watch at all, the violence oh, okay. one. Acts of violence. Hey, everybody, welcome to Thinking of Outside of... Mostly because I kept fucking forgetting it. I mostly kept going for history of violence again. Shut up, Tim. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. Oh. 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 I'm Doyle. We're in the wrong seats, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm Juan. <laughs> He's Tim? Just now? I don't know. Tim, Tim went. Oh, okay. Well, I got scolded, so I guess they already know I'm here. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about a. Uh, oh my gosh! He is your pick. Random too. acts of violence. That's oh, what it's called. This is the one I did not watch. Oh, okay. So oh, good. let's get it Doyle over. and I, I will have a great either. discussion about <laughs> yeah. this one. I'm sorry, Do- Juan. You want to talk about something? I, I literally. Different? It's kind of, I, well. It's it's a lame story, but I, I've been this week has been crazy at work, and I've put in probably 15 hours on the road. This your week. work's been crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a bitch straight breakdown go to psych ward on me. I haven't slept in days. <laughs> But I've been on the road a lot driving to go get cars that have been sold. So I I, I had I watched the shit ton of I watched the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Um and, and the other one and see I that, forgot about this one. I mine, almost got all the way through that. Mine's the opposite. Like I got about halfway through Umbrella Academy and like I had already seen this. It's part of why I picked it. So because I like I I know don't pretend like you guys don't do the same thing where you're like I'm gonna pick something I already watched. <laughs> I, oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I only do that with the pop culture classics because I let you. I generally let you guys decide the, the rest. The TV show I just try to do a relevant one. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean I do try to do a relevant one that I was already at least planning to watch or are into. Yeah, or into bit. a little bit. Yeah. The movie I just this one so this one's really cool so let's talk about it really quick. Uh, do you have it pulled Let up? Let me bring it up. Sorry, my go. mom called me right in the middle of us of me trying to do this. Yeah, you who? My mom. I'm sorry. Mom, mom. There you go. <laughs> you gotta say it right. <laughs> just look how mad she is right now. She's like a pissed off raccoon. <laughs> We're the worst. We're the worst. We're the worst. worst. That's not worst. like I haven't heard that before. Worst dad fucking morning. Ever. From you. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> from my kids. You're yeah. <laughs> all the worst. You're not my dad. <laughs> uh, not yet. I'm calling CPS. <laughs> We're talking and I put random acts of kindness, not violence. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's a very different movie. If anything, I think Trolls they'll hit three a- random acts of kindness. <laughs> they would hit Alicia with you're not my mom before one, not my dad. They're both brown. <laughs> Random Acts of Violence is a 2019 Canadian, Canadian-American slasher horror film based on the 2010 comic of the same name by Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray. The film is produced and directed by Jay Baruchel, who wrote the screenplay with Jesse Chabot and starred Jesse Williams, Jordana Brewster, Neom Wilson, and Brashewell. Why are there always kittens? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the premise, Todd Wackley... Shh. 
Todd Walkley and his publisher Ezra made their careers crafting a comic book based on a real-life serial killer called Slasher Man. On a press tour to announce the launch of their final issue, they visit the town where Slasher Man wreaked havoc 20 years earlier. Upon their arrival, a series of new murders unfold, murders that look eerily familiar to imagery in Todd Slasher Man's comic speculation and paranoia build regarding the identity of the mysterious killer. So, in the movie, the murder is not called Slasher Man. That's, like, the name of the comic book. He's called the I-90 Killer. Like, so he has... Because he kills people on the road? On a, a long Interstate 90, oh, nice. yeah. I think that make it exceptionally easy to catch him, but no. <laughs> if, the, if the stomping ground is literally one piece of road. We call him the I-90 Killer between well, I mean, Country Road 76 and Country Road 79. That's <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker for years. What's your, what's your intersection out here? Yeah. Yeah. He's called the 10th and 23rd he Killer. Only killed, <laughs> yeah. only kills people at mile marker 12. Yeah. Every what? Thursday night... <laughs> Why do you think He's he only kills people in such a between six and seven <laughs> in such a specific area? What well, is gas station like three hundred miles away? He's called the dark and weird killer. He only kills people that shuffle dark and weird on Etsy. He also has his address up. <laughs> Makes it incredibly easy to catch him. Still haven't figured out where he's at. Still haven't figured out where he's at, though. That's what I think about posted. the motherfucker who stole my debit card that one time and bought like 300 Walmart gift cards. I was like, how did you not catch him? Was he not going to pick them up at some point? <laughs> <laughs> Have them shipped to him? Right. So the premise of the movie is really interesting because, like, here's this guy who you – FYI, as with every movie, there will be massive spoiler alerts. Yes. So the main it came ca- out in 2019. The We're main, past the point of spoiler Well, alert. it just came out on Shudder like last And uh, this was like a not okay. a well-known movie, yeah. I don't feel like. Like it literally just came out as a Shudder exclusive. Like, Pretty down on the horror ago. scene. I didn't hear about this shit until Gabe brought it up. <laughs> so when uh, – what you don't find out until the end of the movie is that the writer and artist of the comic book is actually one of the survivors – of the I-90 killer. So what mm-hmm. happened is when his mother was being murdered, the trauma of it, his instinctive reaction because he was already drawing was to draw the scene. And so that turned into his inspiration for the comic book. And then his comic book, by turn, inspired the killer to take his like job back up effectively because he considers himself an artist too. And feels a connection with the comic book artist because he feels like they're kindred spirits. They're both these people trying to make art out of, like, horror. And so as a consequence, it ends up being, like, this really cool examination of, like, can art cause violence or does violence cause art? And, like, it's, it's really interesting and it's way more... It's a way more thought out slasher movie than most slasher movies are. Like it actually has an idea behind it. It's not just what happens when an indomitable spirit decides that it doesn't like you anymore and is going yeah. to slowly walk until it catches up with you and murders you. Cause like, when it took a left, you were standing in front of it. That's what I liked about it. Is so like slasher movies are so formulaic at this point. Like you Pretty know much. what's gonna happen. Like even a movie like Hatchet, like I talked about a few weeks ago, it's different, but it still follows the formula of right. slasher murders everybody. Like in this one, you don't know like it's if everybody's gonna survive or if people are gonna die. I was like, you don't know that part. And it, it is definitely a much more of a story than a typical slasher movie. 
but it is pretty easy to see. Like they it, don't yeah, they don't bury they don't, the twist. They don't very bury well. the twist. Was but, it the manager or the opposite person of the writer? Whoever was the survivor? No, the writer is the, the writer is the only survivor. Because essentially, the killer, while he sees the comic book, doesn't feel the need to kill anymore. And the guy's going to end the run on his comic book, so the killer's like, "Well, fuck it, I'll just start killing oh, again." So Basically, it's like that French series we watched. Marianne. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, except he's not a demon. <laughs> <laughs> or a witch. Like, the idea behind it is that or maybe since he is, he's going to end the comic book, the killer yeah. feels yeah. the need to continue the story. The killer also wants to help him with his last issue because he keeps talking about he doesn't know how he's going to end it. Nice. So his last issue, he sets him up to be like, well, I basically made you who you are. Now, and now I'm let gonna me like help you yeah. make this last issue because he wants to end off the killer, wants him to get killed, mm. kill himself. It's by nuts. the author. So does the killer kill himself? Uh, kind of kinda, a no. Like he kind of he offers himself up as the last issue. It's interesting. Like it's a better it's a better movie than it really has any right to be. That's for sure. It is. It, I mean, like it certainly sounds very interesting. It, it suffers is. a little it's, bit from the like it feels acting. A little bit, yeah. But it's still a decent, like, it's more than a decent movie. I would say it's a, for a horror slasher movie, it's very good. So like, like, this feels like a more thought out episode of Law and Order. Like, yeah, it's, but from it's a, a pretty bizarre premise, but this version definitely seems to have more in its toolkit than, like, a 30 minute Law and Order. So, you episode. remember the, like, I don't know, like, if you guys saw Candyman, but, like, the first. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, Mel. The the, so the, the original Candyman, it was like kind of advertised as a slasher movie, but then when you watched it, you're like, oh, there's actually kind of a fuckload going on in here. Yeah, like that's how this movie is. Like you watch it and you start it, and there's literally no murders through the first half of the movie because yeah. it's like building a story that's the old like, school way. yeah, like it's and it. It sets up a lot of like crazy stuff and it makes it like tense a lot, but it ratchets up the tension until like there's a logical breaking point as opposed to boom, on screen murder. Yeah. Like, you know, it's murder. Just, <laughs> it's 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 better. It's better than the typical slasher film. Like this is a huge part of why I'm loving having Shudder is because I love horror movies and I get to actually watch like the ones that are not just the pedestrian PG thirteen barely f- R rated theater fair. That you find any more cool shit like Blood Machines? I'm in. Oh yeah, dude. that's my kind of jam right <laughs> dude, there. There's all. Sorts Did you watch of Raised by Wolves? I haven't. It's yet. Blood Machine esque. Is it? Uh, I really want to see it. it what Blood did you just give me? But without. What? My tongue is numb as a motherfucker. <laughs> that's, because, that's because you just straight took crushed up Benadryl. It went right through your blood. <laughs> I'm sitting there like rubbing my tongue between my teeth. I'm like, is no. it there? Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this, I mean, I highly recommend it. Like it's, I mean, it's genuinely a great movie. Like it's a fun watch. It has an interesting story, and by the time you get to the end, you've definitely seen your fill of some nastiness. So yeah. it's, it's all the things at once, which is which is rad for a horror movie because a lot of the times you only get one of the things. It's you, always good when you watch a horror movie not, no, and something you. is so horrific that it sticks with you for a little while. Ooh, it's been a while since I've seen a movie like that. Wow! The last episode of 
Lovecraft Country will do that to you yeah. whenever you get caught up. I'll get there. The fifth Random acts of violence on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 58% critic score. Okay. And it's got a 29% audience score. Really? That's low. You know why? Damn. Because you have to th- you have to think about the movie. Juan's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know why? Because it's not good. It, it is good though. I would say it's good. So, uh, what was its box office? Let's figure out how successful. Uh, it was. I don't know. Do these have box offices? Uh, it, it might. It may have been released <laughs> in so it, the theaters. It's and budget. Ultimate guide its to budget was was, good was three and a half million. But it doesn't so – you don't pay for it on Shutter because you pay for the service, right? Well, I wasn't sure if it had gone into theater because you never know. Like, Shutar. It's a Canadian movie from last year. So exactly. canadian E. Because there are a lot of things that are like Netflix. Distributed at Tim Hortons, eh? <laughs> Tim Hortons it was, is fucking delicious. If it, if it was at Tim Hortons, yeah. it has a massive yeah. – like it made a lot of money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything. So it probably just went straight to – Here's what I've been noticing when we go to Rotten Tomatoes. If if a movie you have to think about a little bit, it's crap. It's Except crap. for Darko. No, 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 no. Dark had an amazing Darko Rotten had a, Tomatoes if score. You, if you have so if you don't have to think about it at all, great score. If you have to think about it a little bit, terrible score. If you have to think about it a ton, great score. <laughs> Like it's that middle ground where like where like it's appealing to like a popular base of people. Like this is being advertised as a slasher movie, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's just a horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Don't knock yourself out. So like leftover. So because you night. have to put a little bit more thought into it than Michael Myers, people don't like it. If no. it was advertised as more like a think movie, people would watch it and be like. It's just a horror movie, so, and so yeah. they dislike it. Like that middle, that middle ground of there's a little bit of thought, a little bit of plot, something a little bit more than either basic or going like balls deep into like existential so, crisis. So we like have that middle ground is unpopular. With so people. we have internet right here. Juan, let's rattle off some movie titles, horror specific. That you are like just like slasher to like a horror you have to think about and see where the ratings are. So before we jump into that, because I, I like the idea. Like three tabs. Here's what some people are saying. A movie that thinks it's saying something about gratuitous violence and exploitation of real tragedy, but is even more hypocritically hollow than the films it purports to criticize. An exasperating serial killer slasher movie. A loathsome film that seems to hate its characters, creators, and audience in equal measure. Man, these people do not fucking like this <laughs> See, but that's movie. Some, I feel like that's somebody that's thinking too far into Did Ren, the movie. Renwick somebody write said, that? the filmmaker accomplishes some small budget, gross wonders, working on its tiny budget and writing strong performances for most of its cast. That was a good one. Uh, while the actors bring raw motion into scenes that are funny and nightmarish, the characters never feel very deep, so it ends up a little... So I think it. I think that backs what you're saying, is it... It's trying to say a little bit more, and pe- and I don't think for a lot of people it reaches what it's trying to say exactly. all the way. It doesn't, and I and think I that backs the, what you're saying. I feel the same way because it's not. It's it's trying to cut a line between like two different things. It's trying to be a slasher movie, which is definitely like its own thing. So like, look up Friday the Thirteenth, and let's see like the the audience scores. But the, it's also not like Midsommar. 
Yeah. Like it's not there's it's in this weird in between where it's kind of saying something but also kind of not saying something. So what I was thinking is something like a slasher movie like Friday the thirteenth. Something that's well, Friday the 13th kind of, like a massive kind of um mental like ninth gate and then something like super mental like blood machines. So Friday the thirteenth is a sixty percent Audience score sixty four percent. That surprises me. <clears throat> All right, so Ninth Gate is a really good example. Ninth Gate, yeah, that's gonna have a terrible score. Be- it will uh, have a terrible score, but because it's like it's a <laughs> it's good tr- movie though. Yeah, I like it. Forty three percent critics, fifty seven percent audience. So, so, so far, pretty so, close so far, we're I thought it was tracking. even worse than that. And then what's like a real think piece? Like I think Blood Machines is is a weird example. I, I didn't think Blood Machines was a real think piece. It's, it's just, just and it's a science fiction. There's kind of a fringe pick. Blood um, Machines is seventy eight percent critics score, sixty two percent audience. All right, try so um, pretty much everything's falling pretty close. Shocking to me. Try, <laughs> I do kind of think that little dip. Try Sphere. That's a pretty. Uh, oh, pretty, that's gonna have a. Pre- Dustin yeah. yeah, pretty psychological horror. 11% critic yeah. yep. score. Yeah, people. 38% audience score. And that movie's fucking great, too. Like, What's it's weird. weird. And it is in that <laughs> And that's dip. with the od- an audience of almost 59,000 people who and, have commented. And, like, that's in that weird dip, too, because Sphere is trying to be an action horror movie, but also trying to, like, be really intelligent. Sphere like, also suffers from the fact that, like, Dustin Michael... <laughs> I, yeah. I can't stand him as an actor. <laughs> but people actually Ouch. read, like, Christ's Learn books. Learn something new about Gabe just now. That's true. And so when you make a movie off Christ's books, like, it has to be f- somewhat. That's either, why people hate it has the to be, timeline. It has to be amazing or at least follow the book. And this was, like, pretty good and didn't follow the book that well. At all. So I think that's it suffered a lot for That's that. a huge reason why people hated timeline, too. I don't know. I'm going to do more research on this. Timeline's like, a science fiction. I feel like so. it's tracking, Gabe. Like if things are too uh, too heavy, that is a people just don't care for it. Eleven percent critics. Score. I do personally yeah. like the movie Sphere because it's like it's an actual think piece as far as alien movies go. Yeah, but if you read the book, it definitely. I mean, I know that's like a common thing, but it really like does not do the, the book, book justice at all. The book is yeah. pretty badass. All of Michael Crichton's books are pretty badass. It is. Like the Lost I had World, that, so, so dope. So when I read Jurassic Park for the first time, there's like a front page that's about how it's a true story, right? Yeah. But like, I was like, is this a true story? And I looked at like the publishing page, and it, does and do it that has to you. the it has the paragraph that says, you know, like all characters in this are fictional, and right, I'm right. Like, but it says it's true. But it says it, and, and I walked up to my dad because I was like twelve or thirteen years old. I walked up to my dad. I was like, "Which of these is true? Like, which one's fucking true?" He's like, "I don't know." Like, that was like pre that was like pre internet. So I like literally went to the library. I was like, "Is Jurassic Park real?" And they're like, "Excuse me." I was all the Michael Crichton book. It says in the front that they're fictional, but there's this page that says it's all real. And the librarian's like. It's in the fiction section. Dinosaurs have been extinct for 30 million years. It's kind of moment where you are the stupidest child known to man. It's one of those moments where you wish you were at least mature enough to go, I'm fucking 12. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get it. I'm just confused, asshole. That's another one of those weird series where I like the second one better than the first one. 
Lost World. You know, Jurassic really? Park is still amazing. No, the books. Oh, the books. Oh, the books. Oh, the movie's absolutely movie. not. Like, the, the movie is hot garbage. <laughs> but I do like the part where the I T-Rex like the is just maroon. I don't like the third one. I like the second one, but I definitely like, I like the first two. Sort of trash. I love all those movies. They're all great. I love the part where the T-Rex is marauding around town. The whole movie is garbage, I think. <laughs> Literally. But when the T-Rex is just murdering people at so, Sears. So many I'm all about that. Straight up eats that dog in the backyard. Yeah. Fucking change. Like all I'm yeah, gonna say, just drinking water out of the pool. <laughs> is that if there's Such a, a great scene? If there's a movie with dinosaurs just like eating people and destroying shit, I'm in. Like it does not matter. Same with Godzilla I movies. I, will watch. I think the Did third one King is of Monsters the yet? Of them all. Yeah, so good. The I will new watch. Show is it's amazing. The perfect, it's the perfect monster movie. The new show. There's a Jurassic Park show. The, oh, the cartoon, the, the animated version. Yeah, Hannah's. It is not like what you it. think it would. It's not as like. When I first saw the animation style, I was like, oh, they just fucking no, four-year-old Jurassic Park with it. It's no, the fucking animation. dinosaurs are still eating people. Nice. Hannah loves it. Hannah loves shit like that, too. One of her, If you ask her, She's one like of her favorite movies. to see the Meg. Yeah, like one of her favorite movies is Crawl, which is the one where the hurricane like blows all the crocodiles into people's basements. The one where crocodiles do not act like crocodiles at all. And they like fucking yeah. eat half a dude who somehow is still alive. Like... This dude gets his arm bit off in a basement with flowing water, which would keep his arm open and constantly bleeding, and he'd, he lives. He'd die real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but every crocodile does not care about eating. They're just like, we're just killing everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're just murdering people. I'm not anymore. Like, this is not where we're used to being. Anything that moves dies, guys. <laughs> this child is a trophy kill. <laughs> I don't know. I recommend it. Nice. Well, I'll give it a thumbs middle. <laughs> mm. so, he'll give it a solid 50%. Yeah. Lauren's giving it a probably no, never no, no. going to watch Th- it. Thumbs middle because it sounds all right, but I didn't watch it. How I have you, a Tim? feeling you'll you never it watch it. <laughs> As an artist, I'll give it a thumbs up. Oh, there you go. Anything about That's murder someone who's never seen it. comics is I liked great. it. My completely uninformed opinion. <laughs> well, because I saw a Law and Order episode that sounded <laughs> very similar to this movie, so I get, I really enjoyed that episode. So I do fucking love Law and Order. It's like, I saw it. Somebody one's, list- like, one's like, I changed my rating. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs I love up. Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody listening is also like, I saw that fucking episode. I fucking I mean, love Law and Order. There are so many episodes episode. of Law and Order See, that I don't it, like SVU. It had to have been on there at some point. Oh yeah, that, I don't think there's no, a. No, not SVU. It's Criminal Intent. I think it's it's D'Onofrio's there show. There isn't a plot or like criminal incident that has not been covered by Law and Order. I'm and if there sure. is, it got it got tackled on in CIS <laughs> or CSI. <laughs> you mean? Yeah. No, CIS. CIS. They're all the same show, pretty much. Yeah. NCIS is like the weirder cousin, where they're like. The Navy Special they're Investigation just naval Team, cops, I think, yeah, and they're like robbing from the FBI and shit. It's like shit that would not happen. What the first episode of NCIS specifically, if I remember right, the like fucking they steal from like the FBI and the Secret Service, and like the murders on Air Force One. I'm like, this is would never fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The murders on Air Force One. And, uh, you know people are getting murked on Air Force One. And he's walking around Air oh, Force One sure. <laughs> talking about how it's exactly the same as the movie with uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's exactly where the gun locker was. <laughs> In universe, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's another Michael Crichton book. Then. No, that's a Tom Clancy book. Oh, Tom Clancy. Okay. 
a book that people also read that I don't understand. I think Air Force One is a Tom Clancy book, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe not. Because Harrison Ford did a shitload of Clancy books. Clancy books to me are like Goosebumps books. It's like it's the same fucking book. Yeah. Over and over and over. Different brown guy is the problem. I I feel like Goosebumps (laughs) books are way more creative than Tom Clancy books. They were in the first 30 or so, but then it just became like a rehashing. Well, yeah. Who's that? Uh, Arl Stein. Stein. Oh, Arl <laughs> Until he started doing Choose Your Own Adventure Horror, and then it got a little different. Because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Because you're choosing your own adventure. Because you're making it up as you go along. Because <laughs> you're choosing yourself. I wonder how much time... It's pretty far out. I wonder how much time collectively I've spent reading R.L. Stein books. Because it's like a, a lot of time from when I was like 8 to 15. That's how I feel about uh, Stephen King books. Well, Definitely yeah, from, from the time I was like in fifth grade until like I like graduated until high school, all I read was Stephen King books I and remember, Dragonlance books. I remember wanting to read Stephen King, but my parents and my grandparents kept giving me choose your own adventure books. <laughs> so I actually had like almost a full fucking set of those things. Yeah, but choose your own adventure is pretty awesome too. Okay, dude, the ninja book was the shit. <laughs> oh, the ninja game book? The the ninja choose your own adventure. Oh, okay. There's there were like these game books where they were like self-contained role-playing games that were a choose-your-own-adventure oh, yeah, book. It was too, like the yeah. Lone Wolf series, and then there was a Ninja one too. See, I've, I th- I've seen them, but I haven't had one yet. And they like encourage you to get the whole series because like you would go into a boss fight, and if you had an item that you had gotten in the boss fight in like book one, right. the boss fight in like book three was like way easier. I don't know. It was pretty funny. That's rad. But you didn't need it. You just had to get good dice rolls. Right. I don't know. It was nuts. Amazing. Anyway, what well, do you... Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. Amazing. He doesn't read. He doesn't, he doesn't read. <laughs> I actually used to read a ton. I just don't have time for it. So I guess I have... Well, your comics are at John's. I read, I, read a shit ton of, <laughs> I read a shit ton of Stephen King when I was young. I read all the fucking Lord of the Rings books, the Silmarillion. I read all the offshoots. Those aren't Stephen King. <laughs> or not uh, Stephen King. Tolkien books. Did I Those? say Lord of the Rings afterward? You did. You did. Oh, yeah. like, I read a shit ton of Stephen King. Lord of the Rings. No, no. I, no, no, no. He said, I read a lot Harry, of Stephen King. Harry Potter. There, 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 there was a comma there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> don't worry, one. I heard the comma. <laughs> just, tra- just making sure tracks. <laughs> yeah. I read a ton. The a hard fucking read too. Right. So were those a offshoots. Those the history are. books are yeah, hard. A lot yes. of those are. The history. You, I, you have to be I pounded fucking, through them. It was a, no a fun. Big Lord of the Rings <laughs> fucking Because you, like, you're reading those books to learn more about the Tolkien lore, but you kind of have to know a shitload about Tolkien lore it's, before uh, you can even approach those books. It's like reading Deuteronomy place. in the Bible. It's like, you just don't want to do it. And she got it, because you got to know where the Balrogs came from. <laughs> also in Deuteronomy. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you give this movie, Doyle, since we haven't gotten that far yet? Um, I have, like, I guess, two rating from, like, a slasher horror perspective. I would be like the 8 out of 10 bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. And then from the normal movie perspective... You had to real quick think of a new rating yeah, system. Yeah, it was like... From like a just like, is this a straight good movie? It'd be slightly less, like 6.5 or 7. Because the acting, I feel like, is pretty crap. It is. But I still like the movie, though. As far as slashers go, which I'm not like the biggest fan of, I think it's a very good one of those. Fuck you, Doyle! Just not a big fan I of slasher know, movies. 
neither and neither am I. I That's like Friday why. the 13th movies because it's just like I, I find that character <laughs> interesting, but I don't. It's the overall genre. interesting. Like I find it nostalgic. Like I, that so, might be it. So here's my problem: is that I've not. It's the same reason I like Leprechaun the movie because that shit. Oh, so God. bad. Those are hard to watch. Damn it! Those <laughs> so are so bad. bad. They're, they're funny, really funny. They're funny. I, I, so I bad think, they're good. I think my problem is when I was when I was young when I watched those movies I didn't watch any other slasher movies so I don't really I've never really delved into slashers so I'm not I don't I don't go into it saying I like this because it's a slasher movie I just like that movie you know what I mean does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah so I was just rating it from two perspectives of people right. who like if you like really love slasher movies I think you'll really love this movie. If you're just like, eh, on Slasher movies, I think you'll like it a little less. But it's still, I think anyone who watches it will come out pot. I feel like there'll be a, I think it's, this is not a waste of my time. It was a good movie. I think it's kind of the opposite. I think if you're really into Slasher movies, this is going to be kind of a. Oh, yeah, maybe, I guess, because they don't like like thinking. Yeah. I don't know, you know. There's not enough gore. There's not enough, like, real violence in it. Like, it's not really an intense movie. Like, it's, I don't know. I I give it, like, a, probably, like, a 7 out of 10. Like, I really, I enjoy it. If you uh, averaged both of my things, that's where it's about. Yeah. <laughs> like seven a, out of ten criminal intents. Yeah. yeah. I would give this about seven one, out of ten law and order. It's seven out of ten it's seven out of ten law and orders and about two point five Denofrios. That's a lot of Denofrios. Yeah. He's a badass. Oh I know. That's a that's a scale of like infinity. So two point five is a really good score <laughs> in Donofrios. One Donofrio is like pretty fucking de- solid, that's what I'm saying, yeah. but two is like whoa, whoa. Jesus. I gave it another I've half a Donofrio. Donofrioed. It's like somebody just slipped you acid by accident. <laughs> Throw it at Gilbert Godfrey. Donofrioed is is a something. <laughs> it's better than being gabed. I'll tell you that. Uh. <laughs> He said gaped for anybody actually paying attention. Not gaped? Gaped. Not, or gaped. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad, too. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch a lot of things before, before I got gaped. That's, <laughs> have you been gaped? You might be entitled to compensation. <laughs> so you say you want to watch the new Aladdin. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I don't want to get gaped. <laughs> That'd be such a weird set of options. I'm either busting your asshole wide open or you're watching Aladdin. I'm like, I'm fine, I'll watch it. Fine. This is way the fuck off topic. You know what I keep thinking every time I look at you and your fucking hair? What's that? Is Ace Ventura 2, where his hair's up and it kind of goes out like that. The devil hair? Yeah. White devil, white devil. <laughs> you speak what you do? <laughs> your hair has that kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, it kind of flat tops when I don't pick it. So, shut up. No one likes now you. Now I have the uh, mental yeah, image yeah. of Gabe with, like, two spears in his thighs <laughs> doing the dance. Ah! It's in the bone. <laughs> Can't help but notice that you referred to me as white devil. <laughs> this is how they know you. I think. This is how they know you. <laughs> I I genuinely think I've never seen Ace Ventura 2. What? You should what? watch it. Well, like, I guess we have a pick for next recording session. Uh, well, we already. Well, yeah, we're pretty I mean, built. We have a, we can make a live a topic already, but yeah, we can do. Like, I genuinely don't think I've we could ever do seen both that Ace Ventures. That's a quick watch. Oh, I hate the first one. Oh, really? Fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a classic. Man. I just don't think it's funny. That just, one or Dumb and Dumber. I think he needs to get gaped now. I think Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> that went fast. Hey, Mel, you got any Pringle cans? <laughs> 
Once, once you pop, you don't stop. I can't tell if you're asking us to do this or one of the girls. I went Pringles. She went paper towel rolls. Yeah. yeah. If she asked Hannah to gape, gape. Aggressive. She's all he can take a lot more than a Pringles can. Your Pringles can't scare this man. It's not even breaking a sweat. Oh, man, don't listen Take to anything that's being out. said, Sophia. Please, there are children present. We need to kill this. Oh, anyway. Let's coat hanger this conversation. Hey. And on that note, be sure to check us out, totlb.com. That's where you can find jokes. links to all of our social <laughs> media. And always, you can go to patreon.com slash totlb to support the show. Uh, lots of content Fetal coming homicide. out there. It's like, a how, many, how often are those videos coming out? Uh, probably two a week. Two a week, yeah. so I got I got the next one ready to go. I just got to put it up. Nice. I got to make a few more. So, but yeah, be sure to check us out on Patreon.com slash totlb. Uh, we got shirts. I'm getting get there, there motherfucker. So totlb.com slash shop. You can find uh, our three newest shirts. Uh, one that's just the plain logo. Uh, one that's just the plain uh, brain logo. One that is a picture of me with some 20-sideds behind me saying Dwarf Giant. And then uh, one that's a beautiful picture of Doyle. Very classy. That says, that says Shits in Bags. It's it's super, super classy. It's very elegant. It is elegant. Very tasteful. So be sure to check that out, totlb.com slash shop. Uh, we'll have a Perfect Life shirt and a BPE shirt coming up pretty soon. Uh, just we takes, need, takes some also, time to make them. We also need to do a... Uh, a oh, the a, Michael Kirk. With, yeah. the, with the hotline on the shirt. Definitely. Well, it's going to oh, have the hotline. The phone, nine, oh, the phone number... I think I'm just going to get a decal of the hotline and put it on my car. And it says... The phone line needs to be on the shirt. And it's going to say, stands tall amongst those he loved. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> but we got to listen gotta, to that episode again, because there was some great ideas for the fucking... Oh yeah, there's for the shirt that I don't I, remember. I got to talk to somebody that can draw the seven dwarfs, but not the seven. Just dwarfs. go on like Fiverr. I could probably make that happen. Like the five dwarfs or Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. Know I feel any like artists. I feel like Fiverr would be cheaper. <laughs> somebody in China or something. Yeah, you seriously, you pay him like you ten dollars. Hey, this white guy said you do it for fifty dollars. He's a pretty good artist. <laughs> Yes, sir. We have it done by tomorrow. Yes. Ooh, that was incredibly racist. <laughs> no, it's fucking true though. The time zone thing so is Jingle amazing. Has when been I send on this stuff to Mike, it's done by the time I wake up in the morning because, because they worked all day on it. Yeah, yeah. and over, I slept over your night. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because they've been hurdled so by their computer fast. waiting to eat. Like AC's wife. She does professional photography, and her photographer editor like lives in Siberia or somewhere. So she's like the same way. She wakes up from like her night shift when she's doing like the ballet, yeah, photos, and they're already done and waiting for her on the cloud. She's that's like, awesome. This is the tits. <laughs> well, speaking of AC, wouldn't like. Should the we have honorary T-shirts like gray-haired gypsy wizard? Oh. <laughs> do, do, do you think? Do you think Ace would approve? I, yeah, think I think he would. I think he would. <laughs> Did you take us out, White No, I'm, st- I'm working on it still. <laughs> we were, we've been out showing for we years. Talked, <laughs> we talked about the website. We talked about Patreon. We talked about the shop. Uh, YouTube, tinyurl.com slash TOTLB2. Be sure to go subscribe. We're really close to the amount of people Five that, away. We, that we need Five so that fucking I can people. stop saying the ridiculous tiny URL. Uh, Come and on, then, people. There are so many YouTube fucking sites out there course, that have 
like speaking sweatshops, shops, guys. Live. Yeah, we're recording too. Yeah. And wear a mask. This is going to end up there. Speaking of speaking of sweatshops, if you've so, watched like, this whole thing, that there was like an entire sweatshop full of midgets, but they were just there to pleasure Michael Kirk. But he died. So be sure to call wow. us on the Michael Kirk Memorial from Hotline from all from the pleasures. 970 573 6148. Let us know tickles. anything that you would like us to talk about, anything that you would like to talk about, any opinions on anything. Like just straight <laughs> ball tickling going on. He's just standing there like this. This is for the YouTube channel. <laughs> 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 just the Loompa. Spirit fingering his tape. Just any testicle. Like they just keep going. It's like a figure I eight. Sm- I think small people don't like it when you call them Moomoo's. <laughs> With that said, I've been gay. You said midgets <laughs> too. I've been talking about tickling taints. How's Doyle? Oh, Doyle's talking about tickling taints. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albi is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.